Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual playthrough of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 45. Look at us go. The one where everyone dies. Look at dies. this. The one where everyone dies because you split the party, you fools. Again. Just trying to sleep here. For like the well, fourth I'm, time. Just trying to check on her father and her mother's corpse. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's never going to happen. That is, well, we'll see. When last we left our heroes... The party had, as we were just implying there, well, they had finished their fight against the undead, protecting the gateway into the city of the dead and the necropolis, aiding Baal, the priestess of Phrasma, as well as having a brief conversation with Shepus, who seems to have a plan, one that he himself is not very excited about. Which probably means it's a bad from plan. Orbit, it's the only way to be sure. Yes. The heroes had then gone their merry ways. Splitting as Sudi and Sagira had gone back to the temple of Bastet, although Sagira had pressed on to go and speak with her family. Sudi had stayed there, although after speaking with Adris, though, had learned that Kepri and Delilah had neither returned from going to a soiree held by the Akhenti family. Oh, that poor stupid boy. Well, definitely not poor, but yeah. stupid boy. That rich, stupid fool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So Sudi had set off to go and find Sagira and hopefully track down whatever was going on there. Because we all know from previous experiences that Sudi cannot track. Yep. Yeah. Or be left to his own devices. Double yep. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere, Onuris had enjoyed contemplating his life's existence, his second <laughs> life existence. Existential dread. Yes. I read, this. I read some genealogy stuff in a book. Yes. Read some genealogies. Not about genies. And next door, Citra had gotten some well-deserved rest after a, a long and stressful day before she'd been awoke by the undead remnant of Eliana Hypaxis. Dun, dun, dun. Back from the grave for vengeance. Dang it. Did, and did so, they not like go gather up her body and crap? You and guys brought her body back. Oh, you gave it to the temple of... No, uh, we gave it to... Um, what's his people? name and his boyfriend? Oh. Kelru, who gave it to the temple of Phrasma. Oh, okay. And then she was in that little warehouse oh, explosion. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, now she's still like dripping natron all the all over the place because she was still in her being properly dried phase of proper interment. Just ask the question: Why didn't she attack you last night? It is curious, isn't it? Curiouser and curiouser. I want you to see her. So I think we'll jump right into things and make Rachel wait. Ah, <laughs> that's me. Oh, that's glorious. Can we wait on my fate? Phrasma would not be happy with that. Sagira. Phrasma would not care. Verasma <laughs> <laughs> knows how this will end. Swap follow Osiris. Osiris, Verasma, Asmodeus, help me! <laughs> talking to Asmodeus? You owe me, Asmodeus. <laughs> anyway. Asmodeus. Yep. Sagira, the streets are quite uncomfortably so as you make your way through the Ass District, navigating through the long back alleys. Eventually, you break free of the press of buildings out towards the outskirts of Wati. The stars shine overhead with only the occasional purple cloud to block their gaze down on you. The moon hangs low and paints everything in a shade of silver and a variety of different date trees line a walk, filling the air with the fragrant smell of the ripened fruit. At the end of this long path, you see your home. The house was never exceptional, it's no noble manner, but it is befitting of someone of your father's station. A low wall, well, a wall surrounds the compound, standing at some five feet high. And as you approach up towards it, you see that the front gate is well held and secured, 
Beyond this gate, you can see the open courtyard, the family estate, which is built into one or has this wall built into one of its sides. So there are only windows on the second floor and a large balcony that overlooks this courtyard here. And then the secondary building. You think when the structure was built, that was probably intended as a stable, Mm. but has for many years served as your father's workshop, a place you were never permitted. Lights still shine in many of the windows. And as you begin to approach closer towards it, you don't see any sign of movement in the courtyard, but you do see a tall, lank shadow pass in front of one of the windows on the second floor. Someone's home and awake. Okay. Um, Is there a guard at the gate or anything? No. Okay. Uh, You do know a low-hanging date tree nearby that you'd use to escape on numerous occasions Uh that you could also use to break back in. Yeah, I mean, if I can't get through the gate itself, I'll just do that. The gate is currently locked. It seems like it's been given a new recent lock in the form of just a chain and padlock attached to the inside to safeguard it against whatever is going on. Ugh, I don't the, have the strength to deal with that right now. Yes. The cart and the burrow from, uh, I don't know why I keep going burrow. <laughs> <laughs> the cart and the donkey. The cart and the donkey from the day before. The cart is still sitting out in the courtyard and the donkey nibbles at a few pieces of grass near the well inside of the compound. Alright, um, so I'm going to scale this wall, or this tree... Can the cat do that? I imagine she can. Well, climbing the walls at DC 15, so I think that would still be within your ability to do anyway. It's more of a deterrent than... Oh, okay. Then, yeah. I'm just going to hop the wall. Yeah. Hopping this, you can either call your cat over, give your cat the guard command, or for the gate. Uh, I want her inside the gate, but she with a DC... She has an eight climb before yeah, she Yeah, she rolls. could easily scale the top. To be perfectly uh, honest, it's a leopard. She could probably get a running start and leap over the top of this. Yeah, so I'm just going to have her, like, guard. Well, defend us for people. I don't. She doesn't have guard. Okay. Uh, Does she I'm have gonna stay? Have her, <laughs> I'm going to put her in this courtyard and leap. <laughs> so, you issued the stake, man. The donkey seems to be particularly perturbed about the large predator. <laughs> stay. This is not food. Stay. <laughs> it makes angry donkey noises. Is there somewhere to put the donkey that's like a little shelter for the donkey? No, your father retrofitted his garage so it no longer can hold a donkey. Jerk. It's like those people that change out. It's like, I'm going to turn my, my garage into a workshop. Oh, wait, I can't park my car anywhere. Okay, well. Anyway. I say, no eating this donkey. And I, like, put my fingers in my eyes, my fingers at her, like I'm watching you stay. Uh, and then I, <laughs> I'm going to head toward the front door, I guess. Rapping on the door. You wouldn't hear much from the other side for a couple of moments. You slowly see light beginning to appear under the crack under the door frame. After a moment, the door opens partially, and you can see the sharp features of your father as he glances out at you. The door closes. You hear the uh, unlatch fully from the inside before he opens it. I do one of those things where you take a deep breath to be like, okay, this is going to be fine. This isn't a terrible idea. This is okay. Your father allows you entrance, and you step for the first time in... Uh, At least... At least six years? Into your childhood home. Is it You're different? immediately... What? <laughs> Is it different? <laughs> You're immediately... Well, nothing seems to have really changed. Moved, the furniture is the same, the marks are still the same, everything. It's just all so much smaller <clears throat> than you remember. Much as the way that your father is no longer that, that terrifying, towering figure... He still has a fair bit on you. Um, yeah. He's like almost 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he's, he's just like <laughs> over a foot taller than me. Yeah. But it's not that sheer dominating as a child looking up that gross mm-hmm. distance. He sets the lantern off to the side. 
nods to you and makes his way from the entryway. There's a living room towards your right, although he turns to the left into the small kitchenette. I guess I'm going to follow him. After a moment, he starts a small fire, starts heating up some water, gestures to one of the chairs on either side of the small kitchen table. I'm going to sit at a table. And now I'm thinking, wow, this has been a long time with no one saying anything. (laughs) And I sit at the table and I think about maybe saying something. But then I don't know exactly what to say or why I'm here, and so I just don't. He sets out two glasses, returns with the water, and pours both of you tea before settling down. Your mother hated these glasses. I smile at that. Uh, I, I want to I help. I know you were trained well. I've started the drying process. If you would like to select the herbs. Uh, Sagira nods. You, you got the box. I did. I haven't had time to read everything in the box. But I read the note. I'd heard stories of the adventurers in town. Hmm. It sounds like you have been very busy. Yeah, especially recently with whatever it is that keeps bringing the dead back. Yes. Is she, did she is she back again? No, your priest friend. Okay. His good. faith was strong. She rests quietly. In another month or so she'll be ready for the next stage. Okay. I I'm glad that you've come. Sigurd so does that thing where you like nod to yourself quickly yeah i think i'm okay i think i made a good choice here um and she sips some tea your mother had a lot of secrets yeah that seems true it took many years for me to overcome my pride she was in a a dire situation this other man or whatever he was Mm provided her comfort. I was not big enough to accept that at the time. And then afterwards, after you left, I was not brave enough to admit my mistakes. I think, I think your mother regretted that more than anything. And I'm sad that I'm a part of that regret. Well, hopefully she's no longer regretting anything. She had a way of seeing things. I imagine she would be happy that we are here. Sharing tea with these glasses she hates? The tea is also not good. (laughs) Oh, I made a friend. Did I have that with me? Do I (laughs) have have some magic tea? Uh, I don't know who's carrying it, but... Probably not me. (laughs) You're like, I know a tea shop. I know a tea shop. I I got a hookup at a tea shop. It's not black market or anything. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no mummy in it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you came. And we will work together on this. Yeah, me too. Have, have my brothers come home yet? Or are they stuck? Mef was married three years ago. He moved to On and has a practice there. He should be here soon, but with the quarantine. Yeah. Karee is, well, he has moved further north to Sothis. Wow. 
he had some difficulties after you left. Hmm. He always had trouble with study. From what I understand, he has found a place in the priesthood of Nethus. Hmm. Not a priest per se, but a scribe amongst their numbers. Well, whatever makes you happy, I guess. I've sent for him, but I have not heard back. Well, with the uh, quarantine, I doubt they'll be allowed in until we can figure out what's causing this. I would offer you a place to stay, but I'm certain that you have your own business to attend to. I have somewhere to stay, but I am happy to help in whatever way that I can. Well then. He sets the tea to the side, stands up, leads you outside for the first time in your life into his workshop. Oh man. Uh, which is packed. Off to the side stands a large box. Almost a trough, really, with no top to it. Filled to the very top with natron. Oh yeah, for the, the drawing process. Yes. A number of different stones have been set atop this, as if small rocks in the desert, each one emblazoned with a different symbol of a different one of the gods of mummification and ritual protection laying across the top of these where you see Horus and Osiris and Anubis and Bastet. He takes you over towards the herb selection. Right. And uh, with practice ease, you may either roll a uh, profession embalmer or uh, take 10, however you want. I will take 10 to get an 18. 18? You begin to select the herbs that you know your mother favored. Hmm. Finding them and knowing that you, of course, need a fair amount. This takes some time. Sudi, you have never been to Segura's family's home. Because yeah, I didn't even know that Segura had a family. Somebody's been keeping lies. <laughs> to her, she didn't have a family. Like, they were dead to her. Yeah. It, in fact, takes you some time. You start by making your way to the Hall of Blessed Rebirth. Because while you don't know a great deal pertaining towards Segura's past or her family or anything, you do know that guy works there. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh, it takes you some time to convince them to let you inside, to let you speak to someone. For that person, for you to be able to convince that person, hey, look, I was in a gang with the daughter of this guy, and now <laughs> the prostitutes from across the street are kidnapped, and I need to find her. <laughs> that sounds about like how Sudi would do it. <laughs> About an hour and a half later, <laughs> you've managed to navigate your way, darting through the city streets, making your way out. You haven't ever really traveled far from Wati. And as you make your way amongst the date palms here and heading up towards the house on the hill, you realize that you haven't ever really left the cobblestone streets. Unless you count going to Bargetown, which, I mean, that doesn't yeah. really count. I'm on a boat. <laughs> you know, a collection of boats lashed together. Yeah. Reaching there, you find a barred gate. On the opposite side of this, Isra gives you a lazy look as she lounges, uh, staring at you from the dirt on the opposite side of this. A very sad-looking donkey eyes both of you <laughs> suspiciously. Well, at least I've got the right place. I climb the fence. Very well. There's no check necessary because you have a natural climb speed. We Well, over. yeah. Technically, you can always take 10 and you get a racial bonus. So as long yeah, as Yeah, I mean, I, if I take 10, I get an 18, so I'm good. So, yes, you can scale up the side of it with your racial bonus. Oh, sorry. I actually I read that. That was my acrobatics. If I take 10, I get a 21. So, yeah, I can. Scaling the top of this, dropping down to the other side. Yeah. You've <laughs> uh, broken in. <laughs> I was going to say, so I've done that part. Now I have to be like, okay, just, there's just, a building. 
Oh my god. Knock on the door. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I literally have nothing else to do. I'm gonna like... I fly and kick through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Isra. Where should I go? <laughs> Isra's just like shrugs. Just like, meh. Talk to me. Cat to cat. She flops over and like rolls. <laughs> around the back? Is it around the back? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just tell me you're up. Okay. Timmy's in a will? Um, all right, so I uh, I go knock on the door with some urgency because I need to get this moving, and we're already like late. After some time, there's no response from the main building. Crud. Um, is there a door leading to the other building? There is a door on the side of that. Yes. All right, I go to the side of that door and start banging on that door. <laughs> if that doesn't work, I'm breaking. You're- <laughs> Sagira, your father starts with a pounding. Sagira turns and looks at the. And pulls her sword. I will check. <laughs> he, he nods, producing another bomb. <laughs> Maybe not that. And then I, <laughs> I just pull my sword and I like wrench the door open very fast because I'm expecting you to be an undead monstrosity. <laughs> There's a black shadowy thing on the other side of the door. <laughs> oh, do you make that sound? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just Sudi. Sort of way. Sudi's making a check a, a like you know. Uh, a, who are you? Not a. Ah, <laughs> I thought you were an undead monstrosity. No, I'm not an undead monstrosity. However, we have something we need to deal with. I mean, I'm a little busy. Sudi, like, kind of pokes his head in and kind of sees what's going on. You've Uh, brought friends. Hi, Mr. May. I didn't bring him. So Kepri and Delilah went to that party with that young fool who was rich. His name uh, I don't remember. I can I can I can I can tell No, no, I can. I can Yeah, I can Yeah, it is a can The youngest son of the Akinti line. Well, they were supposed to be back before sundown, and they haven't returned yet. So we need to go find them. All right. Okay. I guess I turn back to my father and say, "I'll return tomorrow. I I need to save the living before I finish preparing the dead." I understand. Be then, safe. Uh, thanks. You too? Uh, she gets really awkward, and then she just sleeps. Bye, Mr. Maeve. <laughs> so he, like, closes the door behind I mean, not not I, I was going to say, I don't think that's his name. It's not. That's the joke. <laughs> Sudi doesn't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just do, sleep. Do not break into my house again. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> it's okay. okay for you to break in, I see. I, I live see. here. Well, I <laughs> Wait, you don't live here? I lived here. I lived here once. <laughs> I... Where are we do I know where this kid lives? This Akenti place I don't in know the rich place. The I rich mean, you were provided with a note of where. Oh yeah, um, I guess I'm gonna fish that out of my pocket. Like that wasn't two nights ago. Feels like it was forever ago. That was like twenty. And I study it, and then I guess we're gonna hop over this fence and run. Sure. And I, you know, pat your leg. Israel hops up. Heel. Who we run? Okay, we go into the night. Go rushing off into the night. Citra. <laughs> Am I dead yet? <laughs> <laughs> Because it took him a real long time to find that house. Well, you're not with us. Goriana just stares awkwardly at you for like the next hour and a half. Now, now the timelines have converged because you actually slept for a couple of hours before oh, that okay. was to go So now, now that the time has synced back up, yeah, go ahead and roll me initiative. I'll need initiative from on yours as well. Cue up the combat music and on her it, I guess. He's not going to be real effective indoors. Mortal Kombat. It's going to suck. So, Citra, you get a... Uh, I get a 20. On yours? 18. On Hurt? 7. On Hurt, Sleepy. Luckily, none of these rooms have doors. They just have curtains. 
So we don't have to do the get up, move five feet. I have to stop to open a door. Thing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yep. You all are going to be going without armor, although I don't think your armor would really matter because it's an incapacity. She's not, she? she's, not she's not incorporeal. She's not incorporeal. She's not incorporeal. She smells like Natron, she was, so she's... Well, she's... Yeah, she was leaving a little Natron sprinkles. Is it Natron or Nitron? Natron. It's Natron. <laughs> Get to write in Velryana again. Oh, my. Boo. She's stronger, faster. <laughs> I didn't like her when she was alive. I'm going to like her even less now that she's undead. Creepers. Oh, Lord. Oh, well, she's even got a... Oh, man. She's is got there a one, I have to, Is there one remnant. for all of them? She's got a little mini. That's pretty cool. She's probably the only one evil enough to do this. All right. So, Felriana climbs up, calls you murderer. Takes one to no one. Her throat's super dry from all the natron. Maybe have some honey or something. <laughs> oh, you want some tea? And combat breaks out. You fortunately made the perception roll, so you and Velryana get to act in the surprise attack round. Okay. Your action is to grab. Citronahamra, you have first initiative. Uh, well, the first thing I do is I go, You tried to kill me first! (laughs) 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 We're going to argue. That's what we're going to do. We're we're going to logic this fight out of existence. And then I bang on the wall. (laughs) Banging on the wall is a move action. And free action scream. Get the attention of everybody else. Because <laughs> I don't even hit, like, my Gugri's probably, like, on the nightstand or something, which I don't even think there's there, a There's a table in the corner, so I imagine you took off your gear yeah. and threw yeah. it on the table. I like so I got nothing. No, you were totally thinking somebody was creeping on you. You would definitely have a knife under your pillow. Like, probably. That's that is true. Sure. Okay, so I bang on the wall. I scream. Do I still have enough? No. Okay. You can scream and grab your weapon, or you can bang on the wall and not Just grab scream. your weapon. Okay, I'm going to, I am going to say... You tried to kill me first! And then I'm going to grab my kukri from under my pillow and scream. <laughs> On yours, is just hearing... <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the citrus got some lungs on her. I mean, probably. All right. But I don't want to scream in the microphone. So, I care yes. about my listeners. <laughs> Imagine a scream. I'm sure they appreciate it. Uh, you are still prone. Yeah. That brings us to Valeriana, who is on the bed. Oh, that's super freaky. Uh, she launches herself at you. Creepers. I'll let both of you take the opportunity real quick to figure out what your armor classes are without your armor on, and your <laughs> saves so are without bad. your magic items. And <laughs> so it's just like, I've got a 10. 11. It's an 11. Ouch. It's not much better. <laughs> well, you could wear your necklaces and stuff to see. Oh, yeah. I got, if he has his necklace, uh, amulet of natural armor on still, then it's a 12. But yeah, I mean. You don't have Actually, you know what? Either. Citra's already screaming. So Valeriana just screams in hate-filled <laughs> rage. Oh, no. Oh no, it's a hateful scream. She engages we, the hate. Sudi's ear twitches from like miles away. <laughs> and he's like, huh. I just had an I will need everyone within 60 feet of her oh, oh, no. which is to make a will save. <laughs> Does that go I'm through walls? Oh no. Yes. I don't yes. suppose They're this is curtain. an aura of despair or a curse. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Oh, that, that, so Citra got a. 10. Ten, very well. This is that scene in the Mummy where the guy, the Mummy thing, screams, and then Ben and Fraser's character screams, and then the thing screams again, and he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh," and he like runs. Yeah, that's what yeah. this is. That's what this is. I thought you were going for the scene where he screams, and then he puts up the cat, and it hisses. And you then don't have a cat. Off. I know. So no, it's the other one with the screaming. Or the other one where he screams, and then he screams back, and then sh- shoots him with a shotgun. Well, <laughs> there, so it has I to stay with option one. Yeah, which is op- the option should have been a gunslinger. Accurate. Should have been a gunslinger. All right, then on yours. On yours gets a 20, and on her it gets a 7. 
<laughs> sleepy. <laughs> on, your, on her, it's sleepy, so sleepy and scared now. He's having nightmares. <laughs> He's probably gonna be very angry when he wakes up. His feathers are fluffled. Fluffled. <laughs> fluffled. <laughs> they're ruffled and they're fluffy. Fluffled. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Learning Jessica 101. I am the modern Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) Soon these will all become the vernacular. (laughs) On her it is cowering. Citra is cowering. You don't know what's going on with the others. Uh, On yours, in the other room, you hear Citra scream and go, that's weird. And then you hear this (laughs) bellful, bellful, hate-filled horrific scream of the damned rip through and for a moment you feel this terror in your heart before going nope <laughs> and then you go Belriot <laughs> uh, Onuris will stand up uh, it's still a surprise attack oh, round God. bringing us to round one of combat Citra's first initiative you uh, have effectively you are cowering can I make another roll no dang it this is a, a duration effect. Hide so under the Hide under you the cannot covers. take an attack action. You cannot even actually flee. What? Paralyzed. You would be able to get up to your feet. You're not paralyzed. You can get to your feet. You can take a full defense action if you want to. Yeah, uh, definitely doing that. If you get to your feet, you're going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Get under covers. Under the covers. <laughs> I don't think the covers I don't think this is going to help me. That's where the safety is, always. <laughs> you just like roll under the bed. Oh, you just slide down. It looks like there's some space. My armor class is so low otherwise. Yeah. Can you you slide in between the bed and the wall? I just just trapped between the bed and the wall. (laughs) Then you could crawl under the bed. (laughs) I mean, how high is the bed? Like, is that an option? There there is a space under there, so... It's an interesting choice. Uh, (laughs) It's still movement, so it's still going to provoke an attack of opportunity. But you could make an escape artist check. To slide between the bed and the wall, and then slide under the bed. Uh, oh. I, I don't. I don't trust amazing. my escape artist when I'm freaking out. So I'm gonna <laughs> risk the attack of opportunity and just fight defensively, trying oh, to stand okay. up on the pillows. Well, the fight defensively, you can't do full defense action as a full round action. Oh, okay. I'm gonna stand yes. up. She will take the attack of opportunity. <laughs> I swear to God, if you got a natural twenty. Rolling a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel immediately was so angry. I was about to be so mad. As I can only imagine, you jump up to your feet, scream, throw a pillow in her face as she just shreds the pillow. Feathers going everywhere. Feathers explode everywhere. That's why I'm hurt so upset. You have a move action remaining to pound on the wall desperately if you want to. Yeah, I pound on the wall desperately. (laughs) On your Bring your channels in Get your golden booty. Get your golden booty over here. There you go. Just doesn't sound right. Oh, man. That's like the good place. Golden beep. (laughs) Yes, Yes. we should all just use good place vernacular. You say fork instead of the other one. and I yes. forget what the, the yeah, word Yeah, fork for you, Belriana. <laughs> I forget what the word for I don't know. was, but... Oh, my ash. God. Please tell ash. me Falto oh, was or ash, the yeah. other cleric art can do something. That God, brings us so. to Onuris. Onuris is going to stand up, and I guess my kukri's or my kukri, my kopesh is probably on that table. All right, so I'm going to stand up and then walk over to the table and grab my kopesh. Is that all I can do this turn? You wouldn't even be able to grab your kopesh because it's a move action to stand up oh from prone. Oh, my gosh. 
So you stand up from prone. So you can either stop and grab your co-press or go running. It's up to you. Well, at the very least, your holy symbol's on your face. Yeah. Your bird is cowering in utter fear. You know what? Screw it. I'm running around the hall. On your runs to the rescue. Right, so. Yeah, so you burst outside, shredding through the uh, beaded curtain, running across the hall, your feet slapping on the cold stone. The fountain pours uh, gingerly down. You do notice that there's some white something on the floor as you rush out here. She came in through the open The thing. skylight yeah. over the um, fountain. Well, because I put little... Bottles. Like, ba- ba- bottles and yeah. vases. Yeah. Made a little the, trap. Can Onuris be wearing a silk nightcap? No. <laughs> to protect his beautiful head. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> He's not Ebenezer Scrooge. But he would want to protect his skin with some silk and he didn't take a sick pillow. <laughs> so he just covered in moisturizer? <laughs> He's got a mask and some like slices of cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> they fall off when he sits up, but you know, the mask is still there. Oh my god, none of that is happening. I love everything about it. <laughs> on her it helped him put it on, so it's got like some feathers stuck in it a little bit. <laughs> Awkward. You are so strange sometimes, <laughs> Jessica. I love it. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Weird. The, was it like a mud mask? That will bring us to Falto. Which one is save Falto? me, Falto. Falto, having made his save, yeah, oh, fighter, yeah. grabs the sheets, dramatically throws them off, spins a panache point to kip up to his feet in one solid oh, leap. If only anybody could see that. Grabbing his rapier from the side of his table and bolting out. He doesn't uh, do it to be cool. He can reach just outside of the curtain, yelling, Citra! Which one is he? He is the other one. Right there? Yep. Okay. You would see a rapier slice through the beads as they go scattering everywhere. Really? Dramatic. And now, he just, and now he's just made he it is harder. A made difficult terrain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was daring, right? I get a panache point back. He'll <laughs> slide on the beads. I, I like, like that Rick Heelys. is arguing with himself over whether gets a panache point. <laughs> we'll see. I'm a harsh judge. <laughs> That brings us to Valeriana. Um, an explosion of feathers rains down around her. That's she glances back over her shoulder towards the open door as the beads come flying everywhere before looking back towards Citra. They cannot save you now. She stives to the attack, <laughs> moving with unholy celerity. This is so not good. I'm celerity. about to I like the thing that you pick up another pillow and hold it. <laughs> yeah. I still got my gookery. I think you do, sounding from that. All right, she still manages a 20. Oh. Ow. Yeah. Dang. Well, that would hit me even if I had my armor on. Her claws dig viciously into you. Ow. Every time she hits, Striking you, you for 11 points of damage. Ow. Oh, no. At least you have the cleric with you. Two of them. That hurt. <laughs> I'm going to assume... A 37 beats your combat maneuver defense. Oh, oh no, she's gracious. gonna grab you. She grabs onto your throat and begins to I'm squeeze to as she presses you against the wall. In addition to your hit, you also take eight points of damage as she begins to crush her windpipe. She needs that windpipe, how dare you? <laughs> I need that to live. <laughs> Bad evil undead thing. Citra's guilt about killing her is going down just a little bit. That's good, that's this healthy. Is, this is closure right now, it really is. Thanks for the free therapy, Valeriana. <laughs> Unfortunately, Amina cowers, um, going, Aww. like letting a squeak that Onuris can hear and then the fluffling sound of her hiding under her sheets. Yes. She's not the bravest of Sirin Ray and clerics. I like to think that Onuris judges her. Onuris does judge her a lot because that's the type of person he is. My sun god's better than your sun god. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us around to 
Citra, you continue to cower also now in the grip, or in her grip. Hit her with pillow. Oh, actually, sorry. I rolled for... No, actually, you break free this round. So you are no longer cowering as you break free of that fear, although you are being grappled. I'm going to stab her. Downside hut. Stab her in the butt. Did you just say stab her in the butt? Yep. How are you going to reach her butt? (laughs) Use your toes to grip the knife. (laughs) So due to the grapple, I unfortunately only get a 15. 15. A 15 will not strike your target as you lash out with your kukri. I I am losing oxygen to my brain. Yeah, it's happening rather quickly as she begins to strangle you. How dare this wizard have such strength? Undead. She might have been more of a magus anyway, but I don't know. Cyrus is going to judge you hardcore in the afterlife. I think he already did. (laughs) That stupid pulse brought her back. Uh, so Citra shakes herself free, struggles, lashes out, but can't get a good angle because this woman's just on top of her. On yours. I can make it into the room. I think. You can yeah. make yes. it into the room. I can make it into the room. Bursting through the open, uh, or I through the now open curtain. Shoulder pass Falto. Excuse me, uh, son. Uh, oh, I was being a hero. Um, uh, just channel. Channel. Just uh, channel. Uh, <laughs> Well, I guess I need to know what it is first. Yes. <laughs> you just like it's definitely um, undead. I like that your first reaction is to channel to harm undead, even go, though it could just go be ahead a and bad channel. Turn. I suppose. No, I, I'm gonna channel. As but you I guess, burst into yes. the room, you would see the emaciated form of Elriana, who seems to have managed to retrieve her bloodstained clothing and seems to have robbed back her gigantic hat. <laughs> Since I, mean, I believe the party sold it. it. We oh. did sell that hat. Um, did we sell it or did... She turns a gaze back over towards you. You. I get 27 on knowledge religion. With a 27. <laughs> Gross. This is a revenant. Not Leonardo DiCaprio. That's probably good. A revenant is fueled by hatred and a need for vengeance. They rise from the grave to hunt and kill their murderer. Devoid of any compassion true emotion, or logic. A revenant has but one purpose and cannot rest until it has found vengeance. Okay. Questions? Yeah, do I have questions? I mean, do I, I know, have questions. Do I know not, all not the things? Not Does she retain her spell casting? <laughs> Most importantly, will she be casting spells at me while I try to put her down? Well, she seems to be strangling the life out of Citra. Yeah, so. She seems to really like the strangle. You have three questions pertaining towards the reverend. Uh, special tax. First off, they possess a beltful shriek. You've just been exposed to that. It was scary. They can do that every 1d4 rounds. Secondly, they possess the ability to constrict upon grappling a foe mm. to crush the life out of them. That appears to be what's happening now. <laughs> that's that's basically it for the... Oh, go ahead and throw it in there that uh, their claws have a natural grab ability as well. Okay. Uh, defenses? They possess damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. They possess immunity to cold, Standard undead traits, so immunity to mind-affecting effects, fear effects, anything uh, that requires fortitude save that does not also affect objects. Mm-hmm. They possess spell resistance. Okay. They also have a weakness. You have one question remaining for either the damage reduction or the weakness, I imagine. What's the weakness? The power of friendship. They are consumed <laughs> with a horrific sense of self-loathing, oftentimes for what they become. You would know that as a revenant, she does not retain her abilities. So even in this existence, she has lost her connection to her magic, probably the most important thing in her existence. As such, if they are confronted with something of great importance to them in life, like if you still had her spell book or something like that, mm. which I believe you sold. I think yeah. you sold everything we that did. you had. We sold everything that you had. Or when confronted with their own reflection. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Is there a mirror in this room? There's not a mirror that you see in this room. Sad. If confronted with that, however, they must make a will save or become overwhelmed with self-pity. Okay. As a side note, uh, while this may distract it, if it is within line of sight of its murderer, mm-hmm. it will overcome that to continue okay. its attack. All right. I'm going to channel. So you slide into the room, go see Valeriana and go, oh, God, no. <laughs> I still want to know why she didn't kill me the first night. It's a curious question, isn't it? The first time was your brother. Well, she gets a 25 for her will save. Okay, so she saves. She doesn't get to add channel resistance. She does not have channel resistance. Okay. Uh, so, I get to add my cleric level, so I do 18 points of damage. So she saves for half. Still, as you would blast off a wave of positive energy, her flesh sears as she screams, recoiling back from it, although still holding Citra. From there, we go to Falto. Falto <laughs> yeah. now played by Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Heck yeah. That's Young fine. Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Young Harrison Ford. Honestly, I say he's in his 20s. Yeah, probably very young. That I was going to say that or River Phoenix because he <laughs> played Young Harrison Ford in the third movie. Wait, in the third movie? Yeah, in the flashback scene oh, when he got his scar, okay. he's played by yeah, River yeah. Phoenix. For some reason, I went. I was because I, I was going like Harrison Ford in Star Wars. I was like in Solo in the Solo movie, and I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I, I was going Indiana Jones here. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Song. I know. Falto is going to spin past on Eurus, darting into the room, sliding into the flank, uh, spins his rapier. What the? He- oh, oh, oh! And he stabs. <laughs> it's a revenant. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. Stop. Must be one of those southern things. Uh, I don't think so, actually. <laughs> and yours makes that no face. It's just an undead thing. Like he can just explain everything away as, oh, that must be a southern thing. <laughs> Falto stabs out with a 26, uh, hitting his foe, threading his opponent with his fine rapier before... Uh, Still with the flank, gets a 19, confirming his critical hit as he yeah. drives his rapier into her back. he just murder her? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Save your boo. <laughs> Stabbing for 10 points of damage as he rams his blade into Crazy. her. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of that does not get through because he uses a piercing weapon. I figured. And apparently that does not seem to work. Sad. Still, she recoils from the hit, now seeing the multiple opponents facing her. Brings us to Valeriana. This grappled condition isn't helping her. Filthy hobbitses. <laughs> She's... Okay, now I have to ask, does she still have all of her hair? <laughs> I just like that she stole back her hat. She stole back her hat. Yep. Um, so what happened to the person who had her hat? <laughs> they're dead. Oh, they're dead now. She will release the grapple. Oh, thank goodness. Full out attack. Who? She will start with a claw at Sifra. Uh, 24. Yeah. Ouch. Oh no. My sheets are very bloody. Dodge and weave. Striking you for nine points of damage. I'm in a corner. You can sleep in Falto's bed after this because yours is going to be gross. (laughs) Probably. Bow chicka wow. No. No. (laughs) Just, these are gross bed. She needs a clean bed for sleeping. Lashes at you again with a 25. Yeah. Oh no. For eight points of damage. Lashes back out at Falto. Oh, thank goodness. Try to get him <laughs> off of her back. The 26. Um, yeah, it's a long shot. He parries. Ooh. Ah. He tries. Here goes his attack of opportunity. Uh, 
he fills his parry. Dang it. Oh, jeez. Uh, and she claws him for 15. Yeah. As blood sprays out from Falto. He recoils back from the hit, <laughs> although still stands. What? Not, not being shown the miming that's going on of how many hit points do you have, Citra, followed by a number, followed by Jessica acting out hiding under the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should do. Yeah. Uh, from there we go to Amina, who's collected herself, uh, throws off the covers, move action, and then rushes 30 feet out into the hallway in the furthest room from Citra, unfortunately. Yeah. Unhurt. Oh, is he, is he kind of he lets out a screech. There's not room in this room for this bird. I think he has a land speed of 10 feet. He just hops. <laughs> he just hops he his legs. <laughs> I mean, he can fly out. And uh, those beads are going to probably mess him up. You can dive through them and then... I'll say that the beats count as 10 feet of movement. Okay, so he'll just fly around like, hey, what's so up? So he explodes through the beaded curtain. And then just lands behind on Uris like, what's what's going on? What's up? Oh. Flies into the room. You need me to hop over here? I can hop on over. <laughs> <laughs> There's a familiar screech, which may be the thing, last thing Citra ever hears. Citra. <laughs> you have to flank. I'm going to try to get her. <laughs> I'll channel to heal instead of That's king to smash. Your opponent is flanked. Okay, uh, that would be a uh, 29 threat. A 29 will hit threat. Roll to confirm. Uh, that would be a 22 to confirm. A 22 will confirm your critical hit. Right. Times two critical hits. The couple that crits together <laughs> sits together? Yeah. Knits You're, together? Yes. Uh, do I get sneak my attack? Get you it. do get your sneak attack damage, though. Okay. I do 25 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. With a vicious strike, you finally get your blade to bear, cutting deep into her as petrified or... Um, yeah, no, she's just stuffed full salt. So Natron just pours out of the wound as you manage to slice into her. Which is probably stinging all of my wounds. Yeah. She, she is so salty. Right? Uh, yes. Oh, God. She is still standing, although that was a vicious hit. And you are, on your at the very least, you are aware that all of that went through. So it's either magic or slashing. the slashing weapon. You don't know what it is. Remurder her. Yeah, since so you still have move action remaining. If you want to try Five for an acrobatics foot. to get out of there, or yeah, well, I mean, the bed is difficult terrain. You're in the flank, and you're gonna provoke an attack of opportunity if you fail your acrobatics check. I get a plus ten. Yeah, but did you remember her combat maneuver check to grab you? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, you need the flank. Citra is, is bleeding everywhere, so I think she's just gonna stay put because she's too afraid she'll slip in her own blood and just right. get hit again. The blood is comedically uh, causing the feathers to stick all over you. Oh. That's oh. that's not very comedic <laughs> <Sad>. right now. <laughs> that's just sad. Oh. On her, it thinks that maybe you're a bird now. On yours. <laughs> channel to heal these folks. Alright. Falter could also use it. That's why I'm doing it. Everybody gets 14 back. Which actually puts me at full because I was down a few hit points myself. <laughs> I'm also going to take a five foot step further into the room. Brings us to Falto. How bad is Citra still looking? 21 hit points left. So oh, bad yeah. is what you're That's telling me. That's pretty bad. That's what, like half health? A little below. A little below. I was at seven, so this is better. 
marching Needless through. to say, I've got several gashes that are just oozing blood everywhere, and I'm desperately trying to, like, hold my side while fending off, and <laughs> it's not and, looking good. And you're good. also on a bed, which is just, like, a little soft, Yeah, it's this probably is, just throwing your footing off. This is not memory foam. <laughs> it's like Can't straw. throw a bowling ball on this bed. <laughs> I mean, you could, it would just probably just break right through. Yeah, the wine glasses would definitely fall over. Yes, all of these things are true. He'll go ahead and spend a panache point to double his precise strike damage and dive to the four. I was like, he could try maybe like grappling her and pulling her away, but that seems he's not really buff. <laughs> he's fit, really dexterous. Uh, he lashes out with his blade. Yeah, it's a plus two. So I rolled a seven. Aww. Makes that a nine. It makes that a 17. A 17 is not going to strike his target. Sad. Fortunately, he does not hit. That panache point is wasted. Dang it. it brings us to Velriana. Oh no! Yeah, she's quick. gonna lash back out at. She's gonna send one claw real quick at Falto and see if she can push him back. Perfect twenty will hit threat. No. Oh no! Get back! That's a thirty to confirm, which oh, will confirm the critical hit. Well. So now. You're about to have another cleric. That'll be helpful. That could have been a lot worse, but Falto takes 22 points of damage <laughs> as blood gushes spraying across the wall. She then turns her attention back towards Citra. Oh no. Lashes out with a claw. The natural one will not strike oh. her target. She then takes her haste attack. Oh no! This bee came prepared. <laughs> the 27. Yeah. Claws you for 13 points of damage. She then roll to establish the grapple with a 24. Yep. Yep, yep. You take eight more points of damage. I'm a zero. Oh no. You are staggered at zero as she grabs onto you, slamming you against the wall. Star swirl. Brings us to Amina. She runs 30 feet forward, so effectively is... Yeah, basically pushing past on her. It uh, looks into the room. Revenant, undead, undead. Channel. Falto's bleeding everywhere. Citra's bleeding everywhere. Yeah, she's she's gonna channel. There she could heal Falto. Now there's multiple injured. Channel to kill the undead. <laughs> well, you're gonna. She's die. not really an undead channel killing in cleric, so much him. as she is a cleric of the healing domain. Oh, I mean that's good, but. Uh, she heals up the party for nine. Okay. <laughs> she's also a lower level. Yeah, she is a lower level. She's only 2d6. As she rushes forward, presents the holy symbol of uh, Serenre, calls out to the dawn flower as power washes over all of you. Burning kind of tingling. Like warm sunlight. Almost too warm sunlight. Unhurt. It's called radiation. Her, it's gonna take a little five foot birdie step forward. <laughs> so he lands and hops forward, is what you're telling me? I've got, he's gonna cast guidance on Onuris. All right. Because I don't think he's gonna hurt you this. You can make a fly check to hover. He gets a 20. A 20 will not succeed. That's why I told you he took uh, a five foot little birdie flop forward. Well, that means that he just kind of uh, he drops, but he's only dropping five feet. So he just kind of like tries to hover, stalls, flops onto the ground ungracefully before reaching out and giving you. A bird dap. <laughs> a little, little he, bird like, dap. He, like, pecks your boot. Yeah. Or your barefoot. 
It's not barefoot, but it makes you feel guided. Yeah, <laughs> giving you the power of guidance. There's lots of animals casting guidance around here. We both have guidance animals. They're like guide dogs, but not really. <laughs> oh, Citra, here's the uh, the grappled condition back. Thanks. Oh boy. We're using Pathfinder's grappled card. cards. The condition cards. The condition cards. Yes. Stabber. Just game stabber. mastery. Is it my turn? That would make it Citra's turn. All right, I'm Killer. gonna try to get her. Oh, uh, I didn't threat, but I did get a 23. A 23 will strike your target. And I still get sneak attack. I'm pretty sure minimum damage is going to drop you into the negatives right now. So this is... Yeah. Uh, this is it. It's <laughs> for all the marbles. All right. Or beads on the floor. Oh, that's Citra desperately lashes out at Velriana, trying to push her back. I do 20 points of damage. Viciously cutting into her. She's still strangling oh the life out of you. Your vision starts to blur and your fingertips start to tingle as you're trying to hold your knife as we cut to Onurus. Citra's dying. Valeriana looks pretty worse for wear, but... Okay. Um, as Onurus calmly I'm goes, huh. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to provoke the attack of opportunity to get next to Citra. Oh, look at you. Onurus rushes in, does not provoke, as Valeriana is currently grappling and cannot take attacks of opportunity. All right, I'm casting on the defensive. I don't think he can... She can't whop you. Can't she not whop me? No, when you're grappled, you cannot... Okay, well then I convert my Dispel Magic into a Cure Moderate Wounds. Yay! Cure Moderate moderately healing. Dispel Magic's a third, isn't it? Yeah, so Cure Serious. Cure Serious. Seriously. He's like, what? Take the extra D8. <laughs> and then he immediately slaps the Revenant with it. You get 25 hit points. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> you feel a wash of positive energy roll back into you. It also feels like the sun, slightly warm. Because aren't they both sun people? Sun people. Yes, but my son is better than her son. Your son is Egyptian. <laughs> or Syriani, whatever. So, yeah, Citra, you see Onurus leap up on top of your bed, kicking feathers in every direction as he grabs onto your arm. <laughs> His eye blazes at you as you feel energy pour into your arm. Yeah. Thank you. Bringing us to... Uh, all you can do is... <laughs> oh, right, I'm grappled. He's choking the life out you of you. You give him a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you remove the hand that now she, is she like, sticks her thumbs up and just oh god <laughs> it's just a nice bloody hand it's just like hi not worth it that brings us to Falto Falto will go for broke again spending another of his panache points he stabs forward with style rolling a 19 oh, getting him go. a 27 hey. which will hit threat come on do it plus 2 for the flank 11 plus that is a 19, which will confirm his critical hey. hit. Hey. We love this guy. 17 points of damage as he drives his rapier through her chest, Yay. stumbling over as she just collapses into ash and dust and mist. Sister <sighs> takes a very quick, sharp breath. <laughs> Is the hat well, that was there? really weird. Are you, are you okay? I've been much better. Was that Phil Rihanna? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was. <sighs> why Why was... She was a revenant. They're undead creatures that are fueled only by vengeance. I may or may not have killed her. Oh. Oh, wow. That's... Are you all right? They don't know look... that. Yes, her group attacked us and... Our third sight. He was self-defense. <laughs> so that's why they never returned. 
Well, just her. The others left. Oh. Go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. Yeah. Because now he's like, are you a murderer? I mean, you can if you want to. You can try to go, yeah, I'm innocent. I feel like he wants to believe. I mean, on your school aid, because that's what happened. I got a 29. (sighs) Sounds like she's a sore loser. (laughs) (laughs) A bit. I'm I'm glad that you're all right. Uh, What do we do with this? Is it a body or is it like just a hat with some dust underneath? On yours. Uh I'll go ahead and give it to you with your knowledge check. Mm -hmm. This strikes you as odd. They're filled with vengeance and all the rest of that, but they are, they're free of compassion or emotion. If she came here, if she was standing here before, mm-hmm. I, that's not a Revenant's normal activity. The Kalpost probably animated her. Mm-hmm. Something with the Kalpost may have animated her strangely. That being said, if she's tied to that, there's almost no way that it, she won't reconstitute tomorrow when the pulse comes through again. Put we, her in a jar. We could have a problem. <laughs> What's problem? I wasn't expecting the deposit back at this point, but... <laughs> there's a good chance that she'll be reconstituted if there's another cop holes. What? I, th- I thought if your holy power was used, then they stayed down. My channel wasn't what killed her, and also... Oh, sorry. That was me. <laughs> and also, the revenants, she'll hunt you forever. <sighs> I didn't mean to kill her! Maybe we can just explain it to her. She's an undead monstrosity. So that's a no? That's, that's a no. Okay. Put her in a box. Put her in a jar. Surround her with salt. Put her in water. Put a consecrate in the room every night. Put her uh, in the river. So ah, yes. Her put her in a like box spread. in the bottom of a river. Yeah. <laughs> Sagira's not here to I give mean, these amazing uh, suggestions. Normally, the situation would be dealt with, but with these car pulses and everything else going on. I've got the stalker. Of the undead variety, yes. It's quite pleasant. You and Sudi both. Potentially. Well, what what if we just gather up all the dust and, like, put it in a box or something? Considering with the force she was able to grab you, I, I think she'd be able to break out of a box. You'd hear it, though. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Um, well, it's not waking up anytime soon, yes? No. I need a bath. I'm oh, covered um, in blood. I'll let Farhan and uh, pull some. Uh, I've still got that tub in my room, so. And you're welcome to my room. I can just stay in here, just drag some pillows in or something. I think we could just share a bed at this point. I don't want to be in this room, and I don't think you do either. Oh, um, th- of course. So, that's you. Just remember there aren't any doors. <laughs> Citra gives him kind of a confused look. <laughs> I suppose that the two of you collect yourselves. You can get a bath on yours. Apparently she's going to crawl back in bed. I was not attacked and I can create water to wash off the little bit of blood I may have had on me and on I'm going feet. back to bed. <laughs> Elsewhere, oblivious to this. <laughs> yes, we were. I need Suda, Sudi, Suda, Suda. Suda. That is that is the Sudi Segura tag team of Suda. Suda, <laughs> Suda we're not uh, Sigudi. Sigudi. No. No. Suda is better than Sigudi. I like Sigudi. <laughs> the tag team of Sigudi. Uh, so. <laughs> it reminds me of I like Gouda. Yeah, it makes me think of this. The dynamic duo of Segura and Sudi. 
returning back and speaking with the Akinti, one, you'd have to wake them up because the party's already stopped. Oh, I thought the party was maybe held captive by some sort of undead horrible thing. Well, that's why we're checking them first. Uh, That's what I thought, too. You could talk to the youngest scion of the Akinti family. Yep, that's what I'm looking for. And he's like, hey, guys. uh, Oh, awesome that you came. I'm, I'm afraid that the party ended earlier. Oh, oh! You're looking for the the ladies. They left. When? And where did they go? I don't. It was about. It was a little bit after sundown. We didn't want to have a, a late night party, so we just did like midday kind of brackenall sort of thing. You understand? Mm. I mean, fine, but I totally don't understand. But that's beside the point. So they left at sundown. Yeah. And there was nothing amiss. No, I I heard the horns and everything about an hour after that, but we track. Did they mention going anywhere else? No, I, I didn't know how much to pay, so it was a couple hundred gold. They seemed to be really happy with that, so they're heading back to the... <laughs> that a lot? I feel like that's like a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot. yeah. Um, is happy about this, but also... I guess check the taverns, or... I'm going to look for some tracks that seem distinctively... Uh, yeah. The tracking will be difficult, especially because this is a heavily trafficked portion of the city. You mm-hmm. can, however, both make diplomacy checks to attempt to gather information. Okay. We will attempt. Hey, I roll okay. I get an 18. I get an 11. Alright. It takes all of you some time. Oh, God. Honestly, it's pushing past midnight by the time that you've you've knocked on doors, you've gone place to place, you left there, went down the street... Uh, Found a restaurant where apparently they bought themselves a nice meal. Went further down the street. Found a tavern that they stopped in for a little bit. Apparently, you know, you're pounding on doors for a couple of shops where they bought new silks to make outfits for the girls and new stuff to help improve the temple. Why are they doing this? It was night. night. (sighs) Well, I mean, the shops are still open just a little bit after sundown because it was just after sundown. (sighs) And they got all this stuff, and they got a bun- bunch of money, and they're excited. They they went to a haberdashery and bought a new hat. They well, went to a confectionery but- and bought a whole bunch of candies for people. <laughs> so where's the part where they got kidnapped? Because I'm assuming this is where this is going to They end. bought an 80-pound bag of cat food. It was weird. Uh, uh, hopefully just meat, because I don't think... Uh, Israel would not be pleased to have some dry just cat Just some food. kibble. She'd be like, or maybe you Need bought that for yourself. You're kind of asking around. You're asking in the middle of the night. Again, you're pounding on doors to wake up oh, people yeah. from their They're shops like, and <laughs> tell me what you know. You remember when we got to sleep at night? Wasn't that great? I know, right? It seems like it's been a couple nights since we yeah. actually slept. I believe someone specifically sent a tweet out saying, "I'm just waiting for them to finally get a full night's rest." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we deserve a full night's rest. And I believe uh, I said never. Yeah. Ain't They'll no rest for the, the wicked. End of this book. Is when we get a full night's rest. We really should just stay in that hotel room. I bet they slept forever. I thought they had a great night's sleep. <laughs> cut cut away to the, you know, blood-stained uh, <laughs> Beads stuff. rolling on their blood. Yep. <laughs> However, it's not until you find an older man sleeping on the streets, although sleeping fitfully on the streets, where he's found a place to hide not too far from actually the precinct of the left eyes, just down the way from there. You start this man as he would scream before realizing that all of you aren't undead. Asking him a few questions, he nervously glances up the street. I, I told a guardsman, I don't know, uh, two girls, well, I, I saw a couple of people. They were here on the streets. It was, it was after dark. I was, I was hiding this alley. Mm-hmm. These, these skeletons came out of nowhere. And it's strange. They had a weird light in their eyes, like a blue fire in their empty skulls. 
and they spoke. Without lips or, or, or lungs, they spoke. And they, they told everyone. It was hard to understand. Their words were strange. And it was, it was like, it was like they're speaking of Syriani, but, but, mm. but different. And they told them that they were breaking the law. What? They were, that there was a curfew in effect. But these, these strange skeletons, they, they, they grabbed the people. They, they told them that they were uh, under arrest. Did they take them to the, to the, to jail? Did they take them? And I point they, kind of the direction of the, the left eyes. The, they took, they took them that direction, but, but no, the, the, there was a, uh, I, I saw them heading towards a courthouse, the old courthouse. Hmm. Do I know uh, anything about sc- flamey skulls? I love skeletons? arrested like skeletons that are like you you're under arrest <laughs> <laughs> they used to be it. guards I didn't realize we'd suddenly like took us do I know anything about blue flamey skull skeletons uh, you can make a knowledge religion okay. I don't roll that great um yeah I roll an 11 9 <laughs> we're not bright people 11 9 no you know what a skeleton is yeah okay so yeah. they went to um, the you may also house. make a knowledge local if you wish I will do that I will get a nat one on that. I don't even have. And I will definitely local. get an eight. I know nothing. Man, eight. Go team. No. Go team. Suda. Yeah. Neither of you know anything about this old courthouse or these guys or uh, anything. Where's the courthouse? It's it's just down that way. It's the old sandstone building. They don't use it anymore after they built the new one. Okay. I guess we're gonna head on that I way. I, I think like- they keep some records or something there, but okay. I don't know. I give him a piece of gold. Thank you. And then I scurry off. He thanks you profusely and then starts running towards the nearest inn. Yep. So he's not sleeping on the street with all the undead. Yep. <laughs> Don't blame him. Much, much safer that way, friend. It's true. All right. I guess we're going to head toward that building. The two of you dash through the city streets. In short order, you find your destination. A low sandstone building worn smooth from centuries of exposure stands out amongst the larger, more recent constructions around it. Hmm. Statues line the outside walls, holding swords and scales. However, two fresh bodies lay in front of the steps. These bodies hinting at something probably far darker within. Closing on the structure, you can see that these bodies are of two men. Oh, okay. Secure a size in relief. Oh, thank God. Uh, either of you can make hill checks if you wish. I mean, okay. Oh, okay. And that I roll roll. 19? Yeah, 15. Uh, with the 19 and 15, they seem to have probably been rather roughly handled. Both of them seem to have almost been injured by, all you can think is it's something akin to like channeled energy, but negative. Oh, geez. A draining oh, effect. And each of them are missing their right eye. As if it's been ripped from their heads. The shock of that seems to have caused probably maybe even their death. Uh, left eyes? That's yeah. a whole deal. They take eyes, right? It is but, still, yeah, it is a punishment. All right, so these guys think they're guards. Could they maybe be, be the bodies of guards? I don't know. I guess Something's we're going to push. Right I'm going to pull my swords. Well, I mean, yeah, Sudi's going to raise his fist and get ready to clobber. Yeah, I guess push forward. Stepping up, reaching the top of the steps... You find that there are drag marks across the blood where both of these bodies were simply tossed out. Okay. Bloody skeletal handprints mark the doors where they've been pushed open and pushed back closed numerous times. And planting your hands, you can then push these doors open yourselves to step within. Beyond this door, 
is a single large chamber. Four pillars mark the outside of these rooms. Each of these four pillars with a depiction of a different one of the ancient gods. All of these, however, gods of law and order. Mm. They stand holding up four corners of this room. Off towards the left-hand side, you can see what appear to be two cells with bars in place and numerous people within. Currently being dragged past or towards all of you is a dead man being dragged by two skeletons wearing no clothing, but bearing only almost comedically fezes. That's weird. With blazing blue eyes, two more skeletons stand at the entry to either one of the two cages off towards the side where you can see that there are at least a dozen people in here, including Kepri and Delilah. Two tables sit in this room, one on the right and one on the left. The one on the left bearing chains. On the far side of the room is a judge's box, upon which sits a skeletal judge, weeping blood across his black robes, with blazing blue eyes and a fez atop his head. The two skeletons stop as they see the two of you as they're dragging the one-eyed man, who appears to be dead, away. The judge glances curiously down, tossing the eyeball he was holding off to the side. Before addressing all of you, uh, Sagira, you have almost no idea what he's saying. You can pick out a few words. The judge stands to his feet and addresses down the two skeletal guards? Bailiffs? Stop. Why are you... Oh. Oh, I apologize, priest. Is Phrasma here for the prosecution or the defense? I don't know what he's saying. (laughs) Jesus. Defense. Ah, Why are you out after curfew? Oh, God. It was very important. I don't know what he's saying. Um, ah, crud. Uh, I know nothing about the context of what this is working in. Uh, let me just, I'm trying to think of how to put this in terms that they might actually, like, work with. Um, the law? Something about law? Well, yeah, that's what I'm I'm going with. Um, if either of you have knowledge history, you may roll that as well. Or knowledge and ability. I'm, I actually have knowledge history, so maybe this will help me out. Can I see if I can push my cat to go get on Uris? It's a weird thing, like, go get on Uris! I mean, potentially you could, although you do know that it would take, like, even as fast as she is, it would take her 10, 15 minutes to get back over to the Tooth and Hookah. However long to get back, you're looking at a half hour of stalling. Yeah, but at least if we die, somebody will come. <laughs> well, I was, I was already planning on stalling. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can push uh, Isra to go get on your okay. Uh But Sudi, I guess, will respond. Uh, what did you make on your history? Uh, 14. I don't know if that's enough to bring in know anything. A bit. This courthouse was replaced many years ago. During Wati's earlier times, it still enjoyed a modicum. It's far enough to the south that it enjoyed a modicum of independence. The Kelishites mostly focused further towards the north, and because of that, here down in the south, laws were practiced in the old ways, primarily with loss of head, hand or eye for most punishments. Okay. A much more expedient way. You're going to guess that this this man's dialect is maybe a thousand years old. Yeah. It's been some time since this building was replaced, but but you feel like you've heard the myth of this before, that there was a famed judge. You may also make a knowledge of local if you wish, but you, you think it was tied to this place. I don't have that. I have local. Can I do that? Uh, now that you see him, you may make a knowledge local check if you wish. I roll really well. 
Uh, I get a 24. You remember hearing from the other waifs on the streets this story. Sudi grew up around the docks and such, not further over in the Aps district like you're closer to now. The old courthouse was said to be haunted by a judge known only by his nickname of Old Eye Taker. He was said to be a judge that was so cruel that in the 1,000 cases that came across his desk, no man was ever found innocent. Oh, great. And that he punished all of them with the removal of their eye. Something that he took, collected, and then just tossed aside. It was said that he was so dedicated, and his bailiffs were so dedicated, that when he died, he asked that his bailiffs in the traditional way of servants from the old time be buried with him, and that he would be buried beneath the stones of his courthouse. Sakura, like, makes a face and then kind of tries to whisper. <laughs> this old is Eye Taker. Old Eye Taker. <laughs> I don't know what his real name is. He takes everybody's eyes. So can I stall him? Be reasonable? Uh, talk legal to him. Oh, yes, because I... He's a totally, judge. He loves laws. I totally... I mean, he breaks them, but he law. loves laws. I guess I'll turn back to Judge Eye Taker. All who are to be punished in life deserve a chance to... Be defended to the fullest extent of the law. I see. Whom are you defending this day? Does he have someone pulled out? Jesus. Is there? No, they they just finished judging that one guy. Seeing that there's no problems, the skeletons would walk past you before throwing that guy's body out the front steps. Do we know anybody else in the cage? I That's mean, not Kepri. Yeah, and Delilah. Uh, interestingly enough, it looks like one of the cages is filled with a variety of people that they've just taken off of the street. The other one appears to be filled with, you're going to guess the working staff that were here when they woke up and then decided <laughs> oh. that they were invading too. It's like the, the curators <laughs> the caretakers of the space. That's terrible. Everyone? I'm going to push my cat to go find on your ass. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess, I guess, I guess Sudi will just be like, I'm here to defend all who have been accused, regardless of their crime. Oh, I get a 26 to push the cat. The cat takes off running, okay. darting past the skeletons. Um, that is an interesting choice. I will accept this. However, if you are to represent them, you will share in their fate if you are found guilty. That doesn't make any kind of sense. Would I? Would um, Would Sagira know anything about like? Was there like an old trial by combat that's an even older system? Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, can I just smash these? Could we play some set met? I mean, or you can, of course, feasibly just attack the skeletons. She should be like, Charisma has sent me. She's you may make a, you are not a good judge anymore. Oh man, you know what good. I should do? You actually may make be... two knowledge religions. Wow, so give me the first one. Okay. Is this about the creatures? Yes. Okay, I got a twenty. One. And I got a 17. And on the other one, I got a nat one for a four. On the second one, I get a 23. Nice. All right. So with your 21 for the first one, Sagira, you would recognize that these are skeletons. The glow in their eyes matches the blue glow in his eyes. And so you wonder if that's something where he's controlling them. That being said, you also realize that these are a variety of skeleton different than regular skeletons. These are still filled with a powerful necromatic energy. 
to the point that upon death, they would explode in a burst of necrotic, necromatic energy. Oh, great. These explode when you kill them. She would mutter quietly. Eyeing towards the two standing by the cage. (laughs) Great. Sudi. She puts her hand in her pocket. You can tell that old eye taker. Is probably a champion. Is actually a little different. Oh, dang it. That's a, that's unfortunate. He's a judge dread. You aren't far off. Oh God. As this is a dread skeleton. Dang it. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that either, (laughs) but I just assume it's bad. They look like a normal skeleton, but they actually possess a variety of additional abilities. Most important to this, you would note that not only is he a dread skeleton, he is also a bloody skeleton. Uh, You may ask two questions pertaining towards dread slash bloody skeletons. Uh, Special uh, defenses, I guess, first off. So for starters, dread skeletons possess a resistance to channeled energy. Okay. They also possess damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. Although you do know skeletons, it's bludgeoning, but you have no idea about dread or bloody skeletons. Okay. They are immune to cold and possess the standard, uh, standard undead traits. I mean, okay. you fortitude saves, mind affecting effects, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay. In addition, bloody skeletons possess fast healing. Bully. What stops them from healing? Is there anything? Uh, it's fast healing, not regenerate. Oh. So. Okay. Well, crud. Uh, okay, so let's go with special attacks. Do they have anything special about them? Specifically, no. But you would note that dread skeletons do possess their knowledge and abilities from life. Mm. Hence why he's walking, talking, judging. Which means he will also possess any class abilities that he had previously. I'm going to hope for levels and expert. <laughs> Great. I will allow you to take the position for the defense. Is this your counselor? He gestures over towards Sakura. Say no, you're waiting on your counselor. Oh, we're waiting on our counselor. He will be arriving shortly. <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> speak the right words. Oh man, that's a good idea. No, this is my attendant. Uh, my counselor is on their way. A mm. short recess? Mm. No, there will be no delays in the trial. <laughs> throw the shot. Alrighty then. If she is not part of your council, she will need to wait outside. I'm wearing the logic robe still. Remember? It's... Uh, <laughs> I guess you're... Like, I don't have another change of clothes. I'm still dressed as a priestess. Just, of like, puts a hand on, on Sagira and just, steal? like, kind of pushes her forward. Like, okay, here we go. Okay, I guess I'm a... What am I? Counselor. Counselor. Very well. This is going to be great. Of course, if found guilty, all of them will be subject to the standard punishment for their crimes of being out past the hour of curfew. Inoculation. Anuka what now? Inoculation means the removal of eyeballs. There's a whole Criminal Minds episode about it. <laughs> well, okay, but, but Sudi's 10 intelligence. Sudi's never seen an episode of Criminal Minds. Yeah, I was like, Sudi's 10 intelligence would have been like... Uh, you can make a, a hill check. Make a hill check on a inoculation? I get a 22. <laughs> you, you'd go, oh, crap. <laughs> oh. Inoculation. They try to take my eye, I'm going to stab them. They usually do that with a giant spoon thing. Although, in this case, the judge is kind of clacks his skeletal fingers together. I wonder if he... Does he know he's undead? Like He probably doesn't care. Isn't it illegal to be undead? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, my he, defense is, you are an undead abomination. The skeleton claps his bony hands together. Bailiffs. I guess we're going to walk over to wherever we're going. You are directed to the bench for the defense. Okay. 
Are we defending all of them simultaneously? Yes. Oh, cool. Good, great. Cool, 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 cool. They need cool, to all cool. stand The skeletal bailiffs, two, one of them stands at the door. The other two continue to stand there. One of them makes his way over to stand in the position for the prosecution. Like one of the bailiffs just stands there. Just like, I love it. And we'll pick it up here next time. Oh, I'm not This prepared. is the worst person to be a lawyer ever. <laughs> I love it. Why couldn't it have been on Eurus? On Eurus, you well, were no him, ancient He'll arrive when we're all dead. I, have, uh, yeah. I have knowledge, history, knowledge, and ability, and I speak their language. Dang. He will arrive to settle everything down once we're dead. I and we're, like, this